friend Ed was driving way too fast. At the time, we didn't realize he may have had too much to drink. Ed lost control of the wheel of that car, and he crashed into a mound of sand, sending that car hurling into the air before tumbling back to earth. One of the first times that I came to, that's when one of my doctors said this. He said, Scott, in case you don't recall, you're in a bad car accident. You've broken your neck and have a very serious spinal cord injury that has left you paralyzed from your chest down. Diagnosed a quadriplegic. It wasn't long thereafter I was being told I'd be confined to this chair for the rest of my life. 30 days into this experience laying there, I started getting some movement back in both of my wrists. In the back of my mind, I started thinking to myself that no matter how difficult life would be going forward, that everything would be okay. <laughs> uh, when I first started pushing a wheelchair, that's when one of my doctors, though, pulled me over. And he goes, Scott, look, we know you're getting some movement back in your arms. Not uncommon, but I think now more than ever, you need to understand the seriousness of your spinal cord injury and come to realize that the movement that you're getting back in your arms is as good as it's going to get. I don't know if that is exactly what he said. But what I heard was, you might as well go ahead right now and give up hope. Give up hope on the idea you'll ever come out of this chair. But the problem was, I bought into his words. My vision darkened. And to make matters a little more difficult for my parents, they were 2,000 miles away, and I literally stopped taking their phone calls. Four days later, Dad got me on the phone, and he demanded to know what was wrong. So I made an executive decision to tell him. And all he said was this, I was out there two weeks ago for your birthday. Your attitude was off the charts. Remember how he reached down, put my arms under your arms, and hoisted you into the upright position? Do you recall what that felt like? Of course I do. Will you do me a favor? Will you go back? and recapture that mindset and re-own it again. In the meantime, don't be upset with me. I'm going to have words with that doctor. And then come the next morning, when I woke up, I could not believe my eyes. Standing at that doorway, looking back at me, was my dad. Letting me know in a sense, everything would be okay. And if I learned anything from Dad, that no matter how difficult life is for you, in that moment, you can always change your way of thinking. And that's when I made the profound decision that I was willing to fail, but I was unwilling to quit while knowing that nothing worth achieving ever comes too easy. But to succeed, that takes grit. But what is grit? Grit, my friends, is your passion to persevere. Grit is what keeps you on the sidelines and back in the game of life. Well, there's something I learned in my life so many years ago, and I know it to be the truth. Don't ever let someone else's beliefs paralyze you from achieving those things you believe in your mind that you just might be able to achieve.
If you are looking to thrive, to beat the odds, and achieve extraordinary results in your own lives, don't give up too soon. And I'm going to tell you, I am amazed today at the people who allow criticism to shut down their assignment, who shrink into the abyss of depression, who walk away from what they have been called to do simply because everybody didn't validate them and support them. They simply gave up. It's amazing. In fact, I would be bodacious enough to say that you don't deserve the right to lead if you walk away just because somebody didn't agree with you. You don't need anybody who will just stand when times are good. You need somebody to stand when things are tough. I don't just need a good mama on a good day when the sun is shining and we can get along and everything's going. I need a good mama when the money is low, the circumstances are bad, all hell is breaking loose, I'm in trouble, I've almost lost my mind, but somebody who's going to stand there and be good in the midst of bullying and adversity, I need somebody who's going to stand there and be strong. In fact, good leadership is determined by tough times. You can't prove you're a good leader in good times. You prove good leadership in bad times and tough situations. So you earn the right to be heard through the things you suffer. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family, big up. As always, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and discipline, which discipline is the foundation that carries it all. I am your humble host or your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, they listen. That just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get into the game. You know the, you know the mantra here. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have by Marley. Three impact secret value points I have for you on today's show. The first value point is the buy-in of others' comments. The buy-in of others' comments. Value point number two, you owe yourself. You owe yourself. And value point number three, the belief within. The belief within. Today's episode is entitled, which was inspired by T.D. Jakes of saying, you earn the right to be heard through what you suffered. You earn the right to be heard through what you suffered. Let's jump into today's show. You know, family, um, 
the first uh, clip, which was uh, Scott Burrow, I hope I'm saying his name right. If I'm not, I ask for apologies in advance. This was, if you see the visual of it, it will really truly amaze you. So let me unpack that for you. So he sits down, he's sitting down and he's giving a speech. As you were listening to, he talks to, he talked about his friend happened to be Ed, um, that one night they were driving and it so happened that Scott may have had a little bit, I mean, Scott, Ed may have had a little bit too much to drink. So they get into a car accident in turn of getting into a car accident, sends him on a roller coaster in which he now is confined to a wheelchair. So he is giving this speech from a wheelchair. He then goes on to add more commentary to say that his doctor had told him, hey, listen, people with your type of in injury normally won't be able to walk or will be basically confined to the chair. Now, let's park there real quick. You see, family, that's my first point of a value secret point of the buy in of others, uh, others comments. How many of us have bought into other people's comments? You know, the comments you've heard them. Why are you starting that business? Why are you taking that job? Why are you doing what you're doing? If I were to do that, then, you know, I probably, you know, where based on what I've seen, most people that do that, this is the outcome. All of these things or comments, I should say, that are, are, are thrown towards your way. And, and then you start looking at the information. And, and if you have the audacity to say, you know, let me do some research on what I was being told. So sort of going back to the story with Scott, where he had a spinal cord injury and they told him he would never be able to have movement in his hands or arms, let alone be able to get up out that wheelchair. <laughs> this is where it gets really amazing. See, as you would know, family, if you go back at the beginning of the clip, you, you'll see there was really like a slight pause. And that slight pause was due to the fact that and, and it, he actually had this golf club in his hand or a putter, I should say. And he kept swinging. And I'm like, what is he doing? And next thing you know, he stands up out of the chair. I'll slow that down again and say that again. He stood up out the chair, out the wheelchair that he was confined in, the wheelchair that his doctor told him he wasn't going to be, be able to get up out of. And this was going to be his daily life. See, how many people have confined you in places that were not meant for you, but you decided to take up temporary housing and then you turn the temporary housing into a permanent destination or a permanent situation? I know it's not for everybody and I may not be speaking to you. So this may be at the point where you may want to click off. But I'm telling you, for those that want to continue on this journey, you have to understand, you have to know people will do. And they they some people have the best intentions for your life. They don't mean any harm. And then there's some that don't because they didn't have the courage. They didn't have the audacity. They didn't have the wherewithal. They didn't even have the discipline to say, you know what? Hey, I'll take this chance and taking a chance or taking a calculated risk is something that requires you to have the discipline to say, 
what do I have to lose? What if we had more people that said, what do I have to lose? Meaning that I'm going to go after my dream. I'm going to go after my purpose. Yes, I'm still going to work this full-time job or yes, I'm still going to work this part-time job. But during my free time, my free time, meaning I'm going to have to sacrifice some hours of sleep. I'm going to have to get up when I don't want to get up. I'm going to have to probably stay later than I want to stay. I got to find windows instead of going to my lunch and eating lunch like I normally would. Maybe now I'm eating, I'm drinking shakes so I can work on my purpose and, and on the thing that is getting me excited or better yet, I am searching for that thing. And because I am searching for it, I'm willing to do what is required. Uh, you know, one, as you guys know, um, I, I keep saying, I, I know I keep saying this to you family, but it's, I think it's going to have to happen. So I, when we when we do go live with the video p, uh, portion of it, I think it would be more it would be actually a, a, a better description, I should say, in which we will definitely go ahead and do the um, we, we need to do a book club. And I want to do a book club because of the fact of there's so much information and so much knowledge if you apply it is amazing and it plus then they hold me back to getting back to reading a book every two weeks uh versus now i think i'm at a book a month or a book every two months so i got to pick that pace back up but one of my favorite books is by tim grover and reason why this is one of my favorite books of all time like i have the audio i have the kindle version and i think i do even have a paperback or hardback copy of it if i don't i probably will be ordering it uh but i have these two um, and the reason why these reason why this is one of my favorite books is because of the mindset the mindset of making a decision to say this is what i'm going to do or this is who i'm going to be or this is who i'm going to become and then saying I'm not about to write out this elusive plan. I'm going to, I know what it takes. I know if I need to lose weight that I need to, you know, cut back. But one of my favorite excerpts, and there were plenty, but one of them that just really made me stop, made me say, wait, ooh, if more people got this, we in tr we would be in trouble. And not in trouble in a negative way, in a negative content. It would be in a great way because he said, Mm, mm, mm. I got to slow this down because I may paraphrase a little bit. In so many words, if people really made a decision and said, you know what? I am no longer going to live this way. I am no longer going to accept what people are telling me that I can be. When I know I can be more. But that wasn't really what, he, what what was the point that he was driving, because that was just getting you warmed up. And then he transitioned into he said this, he said, would you rather be uncomfortable from and he was given a a workout reference of saying being uncomfortable from working out and doing what is required to lose weight? Or would you rather be uncomfortable from the weight that's on your body because you chose not to work out? Mm. <sighs> Let me tell you why that's that's that is amazing, because 
you have that this is something that I was actually thinking about today. And that's why I brought that up when he said when I was talking about the whole Tim Grover, when he said, would you rather be uncomfortable from working out to lose the weight and stay in shape and, you know, to be your best version of yourself uh, physically? Or would you rather be uncomfortable from the weight that you have where you can't do a lot of different things as far as, you know, walk with, you know, walk around, play with your, your kids, your grandkids, your, you know, your family or whatever or your dogs or whatever that, you know, whatever you, you know, however your family is structured. But the reason why I was thinking about this, because I was thinking I was like, you know, um, a lot of times we have decisions in life where we have to, when we finally make a decision that we say you know what i owe myself you owe yourself what does that look like let's unpack it if i know that i am on i am unfulfilled if i know that i am tired of being sick and tired and I say, well, what what am I sick and tired of? What am I unhappy and frustrated and, and miserable and and all of these things about? And I, I identify those things. And then I say, all right, well, what do I believe or what do I think or what have I listened to that will give me the fortitude to make a decision on saying. Let's get started. And by getting started, I mean, getting started in a way where you say, you know what? I really want to create a a, um, a business on the side. What does that require of me? And what business is it? And when you say, you know what? I really don't know. But you know what I'm going to do is normally I get up for work at, at you know, let's say 6 a.m. I'm going to get up at 4, 4 a.m. and, you know, maybe from 4, you know, I don't know how long it takes you to wake up and get dressed. So let's say you get up at 4, you get ready at, at 5. I mean, you you know, you're ready, you got everything that you needed to do. You spent an hour of getting everything prepped or maybe you prepped it the night before. But let's say you have an hour before you have to get ready to actually leave out the door. Why, why not take that hour and research businesses, research, you know, what, whatever, you know, or find a feel that maybe piques your interest. And then once you find that, start working on it. The point I am trying to make family, if you, if you, would you rather be uncomfortable, like Tim Grover said, from doing what will make you not, we're not really, I don't want to use the word success in this particular kind of, in this particular uh, conversation we're having. I would rather say, that will make you have a little more joy will push you will basically challenge you to be more than what you are. And I, I, I have to admit family, this, this is not easy. This is, it, it is definitely not easy because if, if this was really truly easy, I know this is going to be a cliche, but everybody would be doing it. Everybody would get up early and work on their purpose and dream before making a transition to either start their day or, you know, go to a job or or, you know, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you homeschool your kids, whatever that is, a lot of people wouldn't do that because it's not I mean, it's not easy. I tell you, it's not easy because waking up and earlier than you really truly have to. That's sleep. 
you know, you just like that bed. It just seems like when you are going down this path, that bed seems to get more and more comfortable when it's getting closer time to wake up or when you have to wake up. And every day I, I've talked about this. It is a true fight. And if if somebody has told you that is not a fight every day and they said that, um, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, you can you, you just get up and, you know, it's easy or whatever. No, you need to what you need to do is delete everything that they, t- you know, going forward. I mean, I know it sounds extreme, but it's the truth. That's why one of my one of my my purpose here is to make sure that I give you the, the the transparent truth. I don't want to intimidate you so you don't do, you know, what is required of you and even more. But I want you to understand what you're walking into. Because when you make that decision that, you know what, I finally had enough. I'm about to go after this, my dream or my purpose. And when you make that decision, you have to understand what are the, the sacrifices that are required? And when you fall short, how do you recover? Because that to me is the biggest hurdle of when you fall short, how do you recover when you are supposed to get up at four and you get up at five or you get up at six? How do, how do you not beat yourself up to say, well, I didn't get up when I said I was, but I'm up. So now let's go execute because that's another thing that I've watched myself personally struggle with where maybe I went to bed later because um, I was up either, you know, if we've been transparent, maybe I I got to watching a show or I was reading or um, I just wasn't tired and I couldn't fall asleep. And then 10 turns into 11. And now I'm like, man, getting up at three uh, or getting up at four. uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. So I was like, all right, I'll get up at five. So I tell you this family that you, we have to make sure that whenever you are chasing, or I should say walking the path of what you want and need out of life, the challenges that consist there is there because it is something in which is weeding out those that do not really want it. And I think everybody wants it. I think everybody needs it. It's just a fact of how do you recover when you are falling short or how do you recover when you are having success? Because there's still a recovery because you don't want to get so high that you're executing, executing, And you forget that, oh, you know, I am executing extremely well. However, I don't want to lose what got me to executing extremely well, because you may not be able to take that same execution level to the next level. Meaning like if you were getting up at, let's say, four and now you and you achieve what you set out that you said, hey, I'm I'm, you know, I'm going to you know, build this business and I'm looking just to be able to bring in an extra, let's say, you know, 5,000, no, let's make it a thousand dollars. And you hit that and you hit that, that mark. And you're like, wait a minute. I wonder if I put in more time and I do this and I do that. And now you're like, well, now I'm probably going to have to get up a little bit earlier because of the fact, or stay up a little later 
um, because of the fact that now this is going to require a little bit more of me because of the fact I got to do this, this, whatever that that is. But what I'm trying to say to you, family, is going back to the title of what what I I, I was inspired by by T.D. Jakes when he said you earn the right to be heard through what you suffered is so true. Because a lot of times we don't attempt things because we're like, well, we're not an expert like him or her or we're not the guru like him or her. So, you know what? I'll just leave that to them. But you've suffered through things and you've you've tested things, you've experimented and and went out and it didn't work. That's a testament. One day I was talking to a friend and like I said, sometimes you don't even know what is inside your mind as far as what your some of your experiences until someone sparks it. And I was talking to a friend and I was like he was we were just it was just general conversation about um, business and um certain tools and he was talking about you know a tool he was using and I was like yeah that tool is is cool but uh if you look at this tool and that and 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 you look at this tool it would eliminate the the two or three tools that you have collectively together and it'll probably save you x amount of money and this is how you would want to use the tool and blah 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 and I'm going on he he was like dude uh how you know this and I was like man just I'm a I'm a software like I love, you know, technology and messing with technology. And, and I'm that guy that would be the first one to buy it, even with all the bugs and everything of that nature, because of the fact of I love technology. I like to find ways to help improve, you know, my personal life and business. And, you know, he was like, man, you need to start document. You need to document what's inside your mind, because he said, I never knew all these things. But to me, it came so easy because it was just what I've experienced or, um, you know, I watch a lot of videos, um, when I'm looking for content. And so that's the same thing with you family is that you've experienced something that somebody out there or somebody's, I know that's not really a true word, but, uh, that really they need. And if you sit there and take the time to say, you know what, let me start documenting this. Let me try, let me find this. Let me ignore the exterior conversations that I keep hearing of people telling me I can, you won't, you you won't be what, you know, what that, that person is, you know, my, uh, Jay-Z had talked about it before when he went to his uncle and was like, Hey, listen to my, to my CD or my tape. And his uncle was like, man, you'll never be no LL Cool J. So family, I'll, I'll close with this. One thing you have to keep in mind is, is that when you finally decide to take your desire on of who you're choosing to be and what you will be, other doors will open for you. Your mind will open for you. Your ears will open up for you. So you will no longer hear the information. You will start listening and interpreting and taking action. And I'll tell you, just like Tim Grover said, would you rather be uncomfortable doing something that you that sparks your interest, that sparks your passion? Or would you rather be doing something uncomfortable that 
doesn't spark your interest or your passion and you're just doing it to do it. I know I paraphrased that Tim Grover uh, thing that I heard, but I think it's important because that's the remix of it. Because it's so true. Yeah, there are going to be things that you're going to have to do in this life that you don't really want to do. But the things that you do have control over that you can make a decision on, you need to do those things. We need to do those things. Remember, I'm on this journey with you, family. And only way I get better is when you get better. Meaning that by taking the information I'm learning, taking information I'm learning from from you guys and we are bouncing the information off of each other. You guys are providing feedback and comments and 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 helping the growth of this movement. I can't ask for anything more. So I thank you for your time. And the opportunity This has been ED, and this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Peace.